Hey there, welcome to the Grace Rancho Weekly Podcast, where our goal is to help you, our church members, better understand the what and why behind all that we do as a church. I'm Michael. I'm here with... No, you're not. The great and venerable Pastor Eric Dursa. No, no, you're not. I'm not here. I'm actually sitting in my car at school, and we're recording this remotely. We figured out a way, and by we, I mean Michael, uh, to record this on our phones through some podcast app uh, because we uh, couldn't be together this week to record it. So we know we have so many listeners depending on us that we would do it this way. Yeah, and it, um, it's gone splendidly so far. We're about a minute in, and so far it's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Well, this uh, Sunday, Michael, I'm starting to preach through the Gospel of Mark. You are? No, well, I actually started last Sunday. You did, but you're preaching through Mark. We've started a new book of the Bible. Yeah, and I am very excited to just plug into a book for a few months and work through it uh, verse by verse, section by section, until we get to the very end. It's a good thing. It's, I mean, when was we did that through Jonah? Jonah was the last book we worked through. Uh, the previous sermon, or the sermons after that, um, we did a little series on Jesus, where we talked about him being our, our substitute, our high priest, our righteousness. And we did a little um, series on prayer, uh, where we talked about some things we need to keep in mind to start the new year. And now we're just going to look at the life of Christ from the book of Mark. Um, but this is going to be a little different from the last couple series in the fact that it's um, it's an expositional series. If you're talking, I can't hear you right now. Can you hear me? Can yeah, you? I, hear you, I hear you now. Okay. Um, so what I was saying is we probably want to talk a little bit about expository preaching then. Let's do it. Sweet. We're going to talk about it. Uh, let's talk about why expositional. Actually, let's say what is expositional preaching first. Okay. Um, I like this definition because it makes most sense to me, and it's pretty simple. If you think about the word expositional, it's got that word expose right there in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And, and preaching fundamentally is trying to expose the word of God to the people of God. And so the, the, the way a sermon does that is by making the point of the text, whatever that is, uh, making that the point of the sermon. So expositional preaching tries to understand the authorial intent. What did the author mean? What was his intent when he wrote it? To look at the words and the grammar and the syntax, the context and all that, and to understand what it meant to the original audience and then to re-say that to today's audience uh, in a way that they can understand it, um, digest it, and apply it. So that's, that's kind of my take on expositional preaching. It's, it's letting the text talk, letting the point of the, the passage be the point of the, the sermon. Yeah, that's great. I, I agree. Um, so sometimes, so- though, I mean, a little bit of... Uh, clarification sometimes people think as long as you're like parsing greek and hebrew verbs um as long as you're using original languages 
as long as you're moving really slow in like making grammatical observations, then you must be expositional. But it's, yeah, that... go ahead. I was just going to say it's, it's possible to do that and not be giving the meaning of the text. Totally true. That's, that's exegesis, right? That's the work you do behind preaching often. And just because you're using grammar or you're saying, here's a Greek word, or you go through one verse a week, uh, you just might be a terribly slow preacher who's boring. You might not be an expositional preacher. That's right. And you might be even missing the point of the text. Like I've, I've heard sermons that'll talk about the Greek words and um, talk about the, the grammar stuff, but, and they explain little details that are going on in the Bible, but they're, they're not actually explaining the, the point of the text. Why did the author even write this stuff? What does it matter for us? What's, what does this mean um, to, to the original uh, audience? But then also now what does it mean to us, which is, which is the same thing. It's the same meaning. Um, so we have to get that. Like we're really just trying to let the author's original intent um, get transferred to a new audience in a new day. And that's kind of the science and art of expositional preaching, starting with exegesis. What does it, what does it say? Interpreting it. What does it mean? And then applying it is how should we live? Yeah. So we do expositional preaching primarily uh, for what reasons? For what reasons? Um, when you think I mean, to start off, the Bible is God's word. We got to start with that. He inspired it, 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. It's his, the Bible says it's God breathed. It's like the breath of God in this book. So it's, it's a holy, perfect, divine book that God gives to us, his revelation. So it's inerrant. There's no errors in it. It's infallible. It's true in all matters that we encounter. And and so if we want to know God, if we want to know ourselves, if we want to know the world, the Bible gives us the true interpretation of all those things. So, so that's reason number one. Second, um, the Bible clearly teaches that the word of God creates life. And so it brings salvation to people. So if we want to see people saved, we got to preach the word. Um, uh, people are born again by the living word. That's first Peter one. Um, I like Ezekiel 37 as a good illustration or imagery of what the word of God does, where Ezekiel is instructed to preach to a valley of dry bones. Um, and as he preaches, the bones come to life and they get their ligaments and the flesh comes on them and they're suddenly a large army. That's kind of how we got to think about the preaching of the word. Uh, it brings life in health and vitality to the people of God. People who are dead receive life from God's word. God's word really is an extension of himself. As he interacts with creation, he does so through his voice, through his word. And so um, it is the most important aspect of our church. The other reason is, is not only does it bring spiritual life, it brings sanctification. So if any of us want to grow spiritually, um, if we want to be more like Jesus, we need to listen to his word. John 17, 17 says, sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. Um, so, yeah, I mean, 
to, to, the church is created by the word of God in salvation and the church is sustained and sanctified by the word of God um, as it, as it lives its life on earth. And so yeah. we are utterly dependent on the word of God. That's great. Yeah. It's what, it's what he's given us for our growth and holiness and Christlikeness. Um, so why would we not want to know what it means? Yeah. And, and allow it to. <laughs> That's a total accident. Did you get a really excited about expositional no, preaching? I just, my car. I just dusted my steering wheel. Wow. When, when you start talking about preaching, Michael just gets so excited. He honks like that. Yeah, I was bleeping myself out. Road rage. Anyway, that's um, yeah, a great answer. Yeah, we, we want to know the word of God, and it's the tool he's given us uh, to learn and grow by. So we, we want to know it. And so we expound it. Um, I think something that a lot of people might get confused by sometimes is, well, what about topical preaching? You know, uh, yeah, we want expositional preaching versus topical preaching. Um, and I, I would just say, Topical preaching is not all that bad because you can preach on a topic and preach an expositional sermon. Correct. Correct. I think that's what we tried to do the last few Sundays. Yeah. We started, we wanted to preach on topics, but they were all, they were also expositional and topical. Like that was kind of a a crossover of genres of preaching because even in our Jesus series and our prayer series, we were actually expositional bounding passages of the Bible. And so any topical sermon needs to be rooted in exposition. Um, There's a valid place for that. Um, I do think, though, that the superior method of teaching the Bible to your church is expositional um, through sequential exposition, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Where you kind of work through a book of the Bible sequentially and, and, you know, beginning to end and let the let the book explain itself and teach the congregation. Yeah, I, I agree. It's so important for us to sit under the word of God. And really, as, as we go through Mark, it's like we want to see the whole picture. You know, don't just give us a tidbit um, of what we see of Christ or what we learn of God or what can what truths can apply to our lives from from one thing. But it seems like as we sit under that whole uh, book of scripture of Mark, uh, we're, it's probably accomplishing the Lord's intent in inspiring it to be written as a whole, as a whole book. And yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll grow more as we go through large portions of scripture together. Um, because we're just able to be exposed to more, um, but it's all unified at the same time. Yeah. And that's true of the congregation and it's true of the preacher. Mm-hmm. If if I only do topical preaching, I'm going to drift toward things that I'm already familiar with. I'm going to drift toward things that are like hobby horses, uh, the things I like to talk about, the things I feel comfortable talking about. If I'm always doing topical things, I'm just going to drift toward things, those types of things. And the congregation and the preacher will suffer because we'll never be stretched to sure. consider things outside of our realm of uh, understanding. But when you preach through an entire book, like I'm, I'm preaching through Mark. Now I got my Bible in front of me, open to Mark. 
And here are some of the things that I'm going to have to preach on. Um, I'm going to have to preach on the ministry of John the Baptist. I'm going to have to preach on Jesus' healing ministry. I'm going to have to preach on what it means to blaspheme against the Holy Spirit. I'm going to have to preach on his parables, demon possession, uh, Jesus' miracles. I'm going to have to preach on some Old Testament things. I'm going to have to preach on what the Pharisees did, the transfiguration. I'm going to have to preach on divorce. I'm going to have to preach on Jesus welcoming children, the triumphal entry. Um, I'm, I'm like going through it. There's a whole variety of things that we're going to have to consider as we look at Mark. Um, the, the, what does it mean to be giving? We're looking at the widow's offering, eschatology, signs of the ends of the age. Um, you get These to the are end. things you would just have picked on your own. No, like I, I wouldn't, and I wouldn't do it in the order either. Like if I'm going to do a series on marriage, I mean, I would have thought, you know, I, my, my idea would have been totally different, but Jesus has, you know, a thing on divorce in, in what marriage should look like coming right in the middle of, you know, his, his miracles and transfiguration, other, those, those types of things. Yeah. So it's, he, he, and obviously his divine mind is much wiser than, than mine. So, I mean, we'll talk about communion, the Lord's Supper, the Passover, the betrayal of Jesus, the death of Christ. So I, I love that we, when we engage in sequential exposition, um, we're letting Jesus not only determine the content but the order and the sequence mm-hmm. of, of our sermons. And so he gets the, to determine what kinds of things we emphasize, because if we're letting the text speak, we're going to emphasize and repeat the things that Jesus emphasizes and repeats. And, and if there's a certain thing that I just love to talk about, well, if I'm going to be tied to the text as I should be, then, I'm going to have to put those aside, my hobby horses, and just let Jesus set the agenda. It'll cause me to be stretched. It'll cause me to grow and study and consider things I'm not used to considering and the congregation. And, uh, and be, when we do that, we all grow. Um, we all grow because we're letting, letting the word set the agenda, not, not us. That's great. Yeah. Uh, expository preaching accomplishes growth um, as over time we see the word of God. Yeah, so let's give them a book. How do they listen well to um, to expositional sermons? Listen, most most people won't be preaching expositional sermons. Um, hopefully, some of our people will be preaching. Um, some yeah. of our men will be trained to preach. But most people will sit under expositional sermons. Um, you got a book recommendation? Yeah, we do. We wrote it down already. Listen Up by Christopher Ash. If it's like it's a booklet, really more than a book. It's a little pamphlet, and um, it's really helpful in just guiding the member of the church who sits under the preaching of God's word through how um, to do it, how to have it benefit them. Um, and it doesn't take long to read. If you're in equipping matters, it's it's one of your book options um, that you would read. And so maybe you're already reading it. If someone, if all our church members read, listen up and did what it said, it would be monumental. I mean, it's a, it's a very practical book, and it could really change your life if you just take it, read it, and apply it. That's so true. Yeah. Uh, let's do that. Let's read it and apply it. And um, if you're thinking, hey, what can I do to get ready 
to listen to this Mark sermon series, uh, read through the book of Mark or at least some of the beginning chapters that Eric's going to be preaching soon, but also come this Sunday evening, uh, not this Sunday, sorry, next Sunday evening, February 9th, as we'll be doing what Eric um, announced already, we'll be doing Bring the Book, where we're going to read through the entire book of Mark together and just let the word of God speak for itself um, and listen to it in one um, sort of sitting. So uh, be there February 9th at 5 p.m. Can't wait. Awesome. We are excited to see you guys this Sunday. And thanks for listening.